Sorry, can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word.
My, yeah, and they introduced this stupid, lazily done paranoia thriller. Yeah. Of like, you know, the, it's the, your typical like psychiatric horror thing of like, oh no, am I crazy or am I I imagine Kun Lun all this time? Yeah, it's just, it's stupid because it's like, even if it's from a perspective of, oh no, someone we know is, you know, sane, it's trapped in an insane asylum, but it's just like so lazily surface level done that it's just like why is this in this show i mean they do that instead of establishing anything Anything, about him any personality traits i'll be fucked if like you get a sense of who he is in the first episode he seems more like some like he is like he's like a homeless hipster who's just like come back from a trip like yeah and he's like what am i doing now i don't know i don't care (laughs) it's all good man like he doesn't feel like a guy with a mission like you know what i'm saying like with a purpose like as you would being raised by fucking monks for 15 years, like, more than half your goddamn life. Like, you'd think you'd have a direction to go in. Yes. And, um... Also, a main question is, like, you know, it, there's a lot of... The, uh, the plot is about him taking back the company. Oh, God. His company. Rand, Rand Industries. Rand Industries. What Enterprise do they do again? Or something? Like, pills. I don't know. You don't know what they do. That's the thing. What they, do they do? I know they, like, one part of what they do yes. is they sell medicine. Yeah, something right. like that. That's right. That's how uh, the hand, yes, the supposed antagonist, is able to infiltrate this company. Know, company. They they kind of mess up because there's not just Danny Rand. There's also the Meachams. Now, the yeah, Me- the this Meachams. is this is really the Meacham show. It is. It's the Meacham show because the Meacham siblings are what passes for the most interesting characters in the show. There's uh, definitely there's Ward and Joy Meacham and their father. They, their their father and Danny Rand's father ran uh, the Rand Enterprise. Yes, we'll just call it that. <laughs> Whatever, it's all the same. And then, so now they're in charge because their dad died, and, and Danny's, Danny's whole missing. family, yeah, yeah Danny's is gone. gone. So that's the whole thing. It's like you're not Danny Rand. You're not getting this company, homeless man. That is my okay. So like, does it work like that? Where it, you know you're the kid of someone who used to own a, a company, and yes. What? So when you die, when your dad dies, and then you go missing for a while, you come back and it's like, you can get a piece of that company? It seems so simple, doesn't it? Like, it sounds like, it's not like, uh, <laughs> it's not, you know, royalty. No. You know, it's not like he's like the promised prince. It's not a birthright. It's not. It's like legal it's shit. It's like it's he a has of, shares, yeah. you know, yeah. like, what he would get is like money. Yeah. That's really it. Why would he be owed like stakes in the company it makes no sense and let me just say man when the problem is i don't want a hundred million dollars i want my company i don't care like i tune out i do not care about this like corporate shit i don't watch superhero shows for the corporate s not even espionage but like corporate soap opera drama they don't even but okay that's the main thing is that they don't do it right that's they don't don't even do that right actually yeah i don't watch shows for that but Maybe if there was a compelling angle to it. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, okay, it's different, but, you know, I, I can get into it. But they don't even do that right. And he just, he gets the company back. And when he does, it doesn't matter to him. Like, we've followed him trying to get his company <laughs> yes. for two hours. And he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a flying fuck. He's in the, he's in his office for, like, a couple of, couple of episodes briefly. Yeah, but he's mainly he's mainly using it as a tool to because you know he's trained to destroy the hand, yeah. the hand who were the villains at the end of Daredevil season two. That's all you fucking know about this guy. I must defeat the hand, you know. And there's an interesting story to be told in you know a boy who's raised for a purpose that is not his. Yes, like there's yeah, there's something interesting there, there which is. is interestingly told probably from the point of view of Colleen, which is his, yeah his love interest. Yeah, she runs a dojo. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're love interest later, but the first few episodes, man, he's just negging her. Like, he's just <laughs> bothering the fuck out of her, and it's kind of creepy. He's just showing up to her door, and she's just like, can you, le- like, leave me alone? And, like, this is the start of a romance, supposedly, but, you know, whatever. It's pretty creepy, but, you know. His character is just, um, the show doesn't have, like, kind of is very unfocused, and it, it doesn't yeah. know what they want this character to be. Yeah. And also, you know, even from introduction, you are... I'm not invested in the character. Yeah. I'm more invested in 
the siblings where you know they're just running their business yeah it's like this guy is trying to take yeah. their business away from them yeah it like like the, even the way like okay the thing that supposedly makes Danny Rand interesting amongst all these other street level heroes is that he's like pretty naive like he's a naive guy he I like that he angle. can't navigate the world yes but too often they mistake that for dumb yeah like he just shows up to the company without any shoes on with a beard like out of nowhere being like hey guys yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't bother to like you know do it properly yeah maybe I'm nitpicking but it's like when I'm thinking about that instead of the story like something's gone wrong exactly the story being told is not that interesting if I'm thinking about that yes you know what I'm saying yeah the first one of the first lines made me realize like made me cringe and made me realize oh shit this show I don't know about this is when he's like hey he walks up to get that guy in a magazine stand and he's like oh hey you know that's my company yeah and then oh, he's like God. why don't you sell it and buy some shoes yeah and it's like, it's like- cringe it's just such a bad line that it's like indicative of how like the whole show will go which is like clumsy dialogue clumsy plotting clumsy characters you're told things in like the most contrived way yeah um it's just him literally the whole like all of exposition is him telling them what like his story is and the thing is that yeah they don't show oh spoilers (laughs) on spoiler nation oh yeah if you're hoping to see conlon uh, fuck you because you don't get any of it. I'm yeah. actually kind of glad they don't they didn't show us that because I don't think they, they don't have the money for yeah. it. Obviously, I would rather like whoever that's taking care of defenders maybe show that because yeah, this creator who do you know who made the show? Uh, I'll look him up. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they don't show any of Kunlun, which you know I kind of understand. But if you're gonna get someone to deliver what Conlon's about and what they've been through. Yeah. Finn Jones ain't the guy to do it, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, um, yeah, he's not, he's not good. He, he he's I mean, just he's not... good, but like, he's serviceable. He's not good enough. Yeah. He's just bare. He like covers the basics, which is he delivers the lines he, well. He delivers That's the true. lines and he, he hits the kicks at certain points. Yeah. It's like when you've got, when you've got a world with Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, and Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Yeah. You know, it's not good enough. I don't like, know. When this is yeah. the last one, like, this would be fine if it was the Karate Kid in 2001. Yes. You know? Yeah. But this is like, you know, fairly reasonably budgeted Netflix show where they can, they can afford to film in New York, which is expensive. Yeah. You know, they can afford all these things and there's like, there's no vision. There's no sense of place to Iron Fist. Yeah. Like, it's all in these bland corporate boardrooms or, you know, like a, a dojo room. It's, yes. It's very much like, it's, it's a very chatty show. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This should be about crazy kung fu action. And the only time they even approach that is in, I think it's like episode eight or nine, where Danny Rand versus the drunken master. Oh, it's the... that was so bad. Though. <laughs> I hated I, that. I kind of liked that only in the sense that, okay, like... It was the only like weird part, stylistic Weird stylistic choice. It's like a wish you're weird. Yes. Like yes. that's kind of why I liked it. And like the guy was so like, he was like British. It was so stupid. He like, was, yeah. It, it was just such a weird accent. It throws, yeah, like that's, it's just so jarring because if you want to do that, great. Yeah. Do that from the beginning. Yeah. Like, set that tone from the yes. beginning. But they don't do that at all. It's, like, yeah, this movie, like, is the most direction, not this movie, this <laughs> show yeah. is the most directionless one out of the four because it's literally just Danny Rand, uh, Iron Fist set in the world of Daredevil. Like, yeah. that's literally what it yeah. is. It ha- doesn't have its own voice. It no, doesn't know, have its own, like, unique style of storytelling no and the thing is is that as a character danny rand is like as far from matt murdock as you can get like he's like the goofy optimistic dude yeah like, I, I don't see you him don't see that. that at all you just see some like confused petulant child that has anger issues. That has anger issues i like anger issues but they gave the wrong like trait to this character absolutely it's, it's not like how great this would have been if it's about this Everyone is cynical, and it's about this perpetually optimistic guy who thinks, like, we can do this. Yeah, because he's lived a completely different experience from everyone else. So it's like, their problems, 
he sees in a different way than exactly. they do. Exactly. But the way they communicate it in that show, which they try to, is through these like fortune cookie sayings he just doles out. Yeah. And it's like, that's not enough to make me believe exactly. he was raised in a monastery. It's dumb because it's like, and it also, that part of it is also like, makes it more jarring. You know, obviously there's a lot of controversy around um, Iron Fist because, you know, white guy with yeah. Asians, yeah. like, you know. Asian storytelling, Asian culture, but the white guy is at the center. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's based on the comics, and the comics is based on that period. It was based off a time when it was acceptable. Exactly. (laughs) It was widely accepted. Of course we take their culture and use it. Yeah, and, yeah, cultural appropriation, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, this was a, you know, number one, I guess, this was a chance for Netflix to have an updated version of, the story but i don't really mind that it's a white guy but except that when he says those sayings it just makes it's so false it's yeah exactly it's so yeah false in a way that it makes it more clear to me that it shouldn't have been a white guy you know what i mean yeah i know exactly it sounds so dumb when he says it it's like i don't believe that you i don't believe that you believe what you're saying yeah i mean there is, there is obviously in this show potential in this show, like, of someone, like, say for instance, if they, they cast, like, I don't know, like a 14-year-old, like, Asian, second-generation Chinese girl or something. Yes. And the, it could have been, like, an allegory, because these shows have served as, like, an allegory. You know, Jessica yeah. Jones, rape, PTSD, dead yeah. Catholic guilt, yeah. Luke Cage, you can't hide from your past or your skin color. Yes. You know, there could have been some kind of interesting story to be told, in like this little second generation Chinese girl, like reconnecting with like an identity that oh, she had never. Don't even known. say this now, because now I'm just imagining like a much better show that it just not that doesn't exist. Because what's like it kills me because yeah. I you know I'm Asian. Yeah, like you want to see it, yourself like represented. Yeah, in a kind of a different way. It's just not even that. I feel like it's like well, it is that yeah. partly, and it's also just. The squandering of, like, yes, fine, use, like, Chinese culture or whatever in yeah. your show, but they are using it in such a bare-bones extent where yeah. it's essentially just, like, flavoring. It's like yeah. Yeah. Mus- It's like how black, how hip-hop it was used in Luke Cage, but yeah. to, like, a lesser extent because it's, it's just... much more diluted. In yeah, it's much... It's just like, oh, some at fighting thing. At least it's in Harlem and they're black. Exactly. And it's, like, part of their actual history. Exactly. But in Iron Fist, it... Like, it means yeah. nothing. Like, that's that's what makes yeah. me furious, which is this, the, like, Chinese or Asian-ness of it yeah. means, like, it's just window dressing yeah. for this show. It's, it's as surface as you can get, which is, like, feeds into the larger problem of the whole show is it just has no atmosphere, man. It has no, yeah. it has no feel. It has no rhythm to it. Yeah. And it, so as a result, it has the worst pacing of all the Netflix shows. Yes. Have had pacing issues. This is the worst. It never this takes is, off. Yep. It never even gains momentum. You it's, never know where the show is going in the worst way. It, it's like. in the worst way. <laughs> it, it just feels very, like, ambient. Yeah. Like, much in the same way that the antagonist is just ambiently evil. Like the Meacham father who owns Rand yeah. corporations. Yeah. He's supposed to be the bad guy, but he's mostly just this goofball who has to hide underground. Yeah. And then in the last episode, he kind of becomes the antagonist. But it's like, he's the antagonist because they need to do 13 episodes and shit, we've got to have someone yeah, yeah. to he's... challenge Danny Rand. Exactly. It's exactly. not built up at all. I can't believe that he's the big bad. He's the least... The Are you serious? Like, David Wenham, he's an Australian yeah. actor. He's in Lord of the Rings, for those of you guys who don't know. He's like Faramir, and uh, he's in 300 a little bit. Yeah, he's a fine actor. He's good. Like, the actor is good in the role. The thing is, they give him less than fuck all to do. Yeah. You know, and like, they give him no direction. So as a result, his character feels very random. Yes. He's like evil when there needs to be a tense moment. Yeah. Or he's like a father when there needs to be a touching moment. Yeah. But none of it registers. It doesn't... They don't earn it. They don't earn they don't what earn his character is... What his character end up, end up, ends up doing. Especially in, in that... Uh, I like rolled my eyes at the scene where he murders his assistant. Oh, so And stupid. you could see it coming. I was yeah. like... Oh, is this what's happening? That's his Wilson Fisk moment. You know, like, like trying to give him the... You know, rip the head off the guy yeah. who's bothering you moment. Like, oh my god, this guy is evil. Yeah. But where that served a purpose in Daredevil, 
And here it's just, we need more windows yeah. dressing. We got nothing. We got to do something. Exactly. And it's like, ridiculous that he kills him with an ice cream scoop. It's just laughable. Like, it's just the idea. Like, killing him with an ice cream scoop. Like, he serves him ice cream, his assistant, right? Yeah. And his assistant is like, I want vanilla soy or some shit like that. He's like, I don't have vanilla soy. And then he just kills him with the ice cream scoop. And it's like, is this supposed to be, like, funny or, yeah. or what? Like... I don't, I don't, I don't know. What totally, it's just totally like all, uneven, all over the fucking map. It's so bad. Yeah. Here's <laughs> what the like. Let's break. Okay, let's break down that scene because that's what's wrong with the show, which is it doesn't know what it wants. Where it's going, or yeah. what it wants. Because Absolutely. number one, why would that character who is famously like he wants to please his boss? Yeah. Just like if you're that guy, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. He would do whatever his boss say, says. Just he would just eat. Any of the ice cream. He's that's already established on there. his liking ice why cream. Would, yeah, exactly. Just take one. Yeah, why would he be like, dim, why would he, number one, demand vanilla ice cream, yeah. right? And number two, um, there isn't, I guess he is like crazy at that point, but there was no reason for him to be angry because immediately when he says there's no vanilla, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I like this one. Yes. Like there's no reason for him to go ape shit on him. Yeah. It makes no sense. I mean, they, um, that whole episode, you know, he had just been raised from the dead because, you know, he's part of the hand, so that he made some deal with the hand where, like, he's, like, immortal. So, like, it's kind of implied where, like, every time he's raised from the dead, something is taken out of him. Yeah. To what extent, to what it means to him, to what it means to everyone else is never made clear. And also, like, it, uh, exactly, you're right, because it's, like, what piece of the soul, you know? Like, like what does that mean? Exactly. And, like, why is, is a piece of a soul just, like, your ability to manage your anger? Yeah. Isn't anger also a piece of your soul? You know what I mean? Like, when yeah. it, you take it out, that means you get less angry because nothing else matters to you. And before he died, it was revealed he killed Danny Rand's parents so it's like we get it like he's evil yeah he didn't have a soul to begin with he didn't care about oh wait shit. no he died first and then he killed the, his parents oh okay well <laughs> i'll give him that yeah <laughs> fine like okay he turned evil after he died yeah but it's still so convoluted and like badly executed yeah but um you know there is there is a couple of good things we should get into the good things you know? okay. <laughs> keep it balanced we'll find yes because there well, are some good things in we show. will yeah I mean there are more bad things I can get into there are way more bad we, things which we will probably but we will get into good... that but in the interest of you know yeah, changing balance changing up review. the pace a bit balance yeah. the review you know we'll get into some good stuff uh, Madam Gao yes who was uh, she was a bad guy in Daredevil she was one of the criminals who distributed the heroin around Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. She was very interesting because uh, she was like an evil little Yoda. Like a little evil... Yes. She was like an evil grandmother, Chinese grandmother. A very... Yeah, just also weirdly lovable. Quite lovable. Like, you'd yeah. want to hug her sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And you'd want to, like, share a joke with her or a meal with her. Like, yes. she's, quite, she's quite warm and threatening at the yeah, same time. It's yes. a very interesting performance. Yeah, and he, she's n never the main antagonist. She's always, she's like, always a like, a side a character. What's so interesting about her character is that she is any everyone's friend and everyone's enemy. She, she's way. for herself in the end. Like, exactly. she, she does what she can to get out of, you know, any predicament she's in. So Exactly. She would screw over other villains. Yeah. Or, and she would be sometimes nice to other heroes. Like, yeah. she's, she, like, gave uh, hints to Daredevil, you know? Like, she yeah. helped him out. Yeah, exactly. And just in her only scene in season two, she's helpful. Like, Daredevil obviously has, like, some level of respect for her. Yeah. But uh, it's... it's I a, like that dynamic. I do, too. And it's interesting that they have, like, an old lady because, you know... Hero's never going to punch an old lady. Exactly. So they, exactly. They make her uh, very powerful because she never overtly displays her powers, but when she does, she just mer like kicks their ass. Uh, she uses this palm technique on Daredevil in season one, which sends him flying across the room. I think she does a similar thing in Iron Fist. But, you know, the again, like, because she's in Iron Fist, sometimes her purpose feels random, like where she's placed in certain episodes. You don't, yeah, you don't quite know, like, what's her purpose when she shows up. Yeah, like, I understand her misdirection in trying to, like, for survival. But in the context of the show, it's just more another random character, like, who has to fit the needs of the <laughs> Okay, let's go with more good things. I, I liked, at first, I liked Jessica Henwick as uh, Colleen that? Wing. Oh, okay. I liked the performer. I liked, you know, because she, she felt like another character that was like, you know, I was, when she was on the screen, I was interested in what she was doing. Yes. And she has 
a couple of like some of the best fight scenes in the show. She is the better fighter she's, of all. She of them. is like such like such she's the better, better than, fighter. Yeah, she's better than Danny Rand. Even just in the way she moves, you can tell like she's a martial artist. Yes. Like just in the way she holds herself. Yeah. Like obviously she's had you know more experience as an actress or whatever. Which is why why the hell this fucking guy? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> she has a couple of cage fights early on, which is you know establishes her character but it's also they're pretty entertaining scenes you know you, you take what you can get when there's like yeah. cor- corporate drama and boring people in buildings yeah I, yeah yeah she was pretty good but like you know what they do to her in the later latter half of the season when it's revealed she's with the hand she's with the i i actually that was the only moment mm-hmm. in this whole season that i felt like emotionally like intellectually stimulated yeah when that twist happened when i i you know i guess i you feel it coming when you binge watch a show you can't you don't have a chance to dissect it that much sure, it's so just like you, exactly yeah. it might be obvious like i might have felt this twist coming but mm-hmm. i didn't see it coming and then when it was revealed she is part of the hand yeah i was just like holy shit this is interesting okay i'm suddenly like i'm Gaining back interest in it, the show. It changes the perspective because up until yeah. that point, you, you watch all the Netflix shows, you think, hand's bad. But then you kind of find out there's like a faction of the hand that's not just devoted to like criminal kind of activities yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And it adds I, an interesting yeah. wrinkle. Do you have other good stuff? Because I have something ready to go that's bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay. Another good oh, obviously, yeah. one, the, the glowing gem of this show mm-hmm. is claire temple again oh of course uh yeah claire temple she is actually show. a main part of this she she uh, has a bigger part in this show than i think any of the other shows. yeah she actually Plot-wise, has a principal role. she gets more to do and uh she gets to do cool stuff like awesome. cool people on this I shit again her. she gets to like have one-liners that are so she funny she gets great one-liners she gets to have a couple of fight scenes even when she, yes. she gets to beat someone's face in you know she wore like the yeah. wolverine, the wolverine claws. looking claws yeah. i noticed that i, I noticed love that, that. i love cool. everything about her her character stayed consistent. Yeah. She, you know, like, oh, yes, she's weak. She can fight, but obviously she won't, like, stand a good chance against, against these bad guys. So whenever she fights, she, like, gets a few in, kicks two, mm-hmm. uh, and then, like, he, you know, she loses. Yeah. But, you know... She gives it a good go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, just, she's the best. And when she came into the show, it just... Once again, it was like that. She lights on. up. The, yeah, it energizes yeah. the show again. And you're just like, yes, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, it's so good when she like calls them out on their problems. And she's like, you guys are messed up. Yeah, you're, you're both pretty effed up and you shouldn't she be said together. Effed, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah, just use, just use fuck. Yeah. Like, in these shows, you know, side tangent, they, use, they show the most graphic violence. Exactly. Have just fuck. Why? Use, use fuck. F. Come on, like, like, no one says that, but Rosario, yeah. da- da- Rosario Dawson sells it. She sells, nonetheless. She sells. There's not one moment where she can't produce a coherent human emotion. Yeah, totally. Which is not easy in this fucking ridiculous shit show, yeah. which is Iron Fist. Yes. Especially, you know, she does a great job. She always stands tall. She could say, like, any clunky line and just make it her own. Yep, and uh, what, was the, what was the bad thing you were going to say? I was going <laughs> to say... Um, to me, this show's biggest crime is kind of undercutting all the terror of the hand that Daredevil sets up. Yes, absolutely. It, it, uh, it undercuts... They are ineffective in Iron Fist. Exactly. It's like <laughs> it kind of reduces like the hand at, as just these disparate agencies. It's yeah. just like kind of a dysfunctional company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like... Um, people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, oh, you're not, you guys are all not coordinated. The, the left all. hand isn't doing what the right hand says. <laughs> is doing kind of thing. It's exactly. all out of control. Exactly. And I don't think they intended it to come across that way. Yeah, they like, don't. I'm, I'm sure they don't, but it, yeah, this show just is just so like... It's so poorly conceived. That yes. The, even the villains can't help but come across as incompetent. Yeah, even when they're not really trying to communicate that. Yeah, they almost made Madame Gao incompetent, which is a big crime yeah. to me. Unfor- that's an unforgivable slight against the character because she always comes out on top. She's yeah, like, she she's three hundred years old. That's what the show reveals. <laughs> yeah, she would have like five backup plans. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. What was she doing walking into that with only two people? 
Yeah. I, oh my god. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, so they were in like the that that China. That Warehouse. is not China. They were not. They're in, in China. Brooklyn. Yeah. With uh, some Chinese uh, spoilers, they go to China to stop Man and Girl's heroin operation. Yeah. There were. Which, you know, there were barely any Chinese people there, just yeah. FYI, yeah. and then they have this weird British accent, yeah, Asian guy. I mean, they could barely hide that it wasn't China, because it was set in, like, this backyard-looking thing. Yeah, and those brick walls, those aren't Chinese, like... Yeah, and it was just, like, these. they just got these signs with Chinese writing on them. It's just... pretty crazy how, like, they don't care. They don't care about, like... Uh, you know how this show comes across, or how realistic it comes across. No, it's it's very sloppy. This I mean, is the, the yeah. Word. Like what was great about all the last three shows is kind of lost on this show, which is yeah. It, this might as well have been on ABC or CW. Yeah, CW. This was the perfect CW show. Yeah, where arrow shows like Arrow and the Flashes. This is like more akin to that than yeah. they are to the Netflix stuff because they don't really like they don't care about you know like oh um that scene we're talking about that scene where a daredevil you know loses his breath yeah when he that didn't that didn't imbue it with those little details that make it feel so authentic yeah and you know it's just we go back to the authenticity all these shows are filmed in New York and it's just amazing that in Iron Fist, New York doesn't feel real. Like, yeah, it's there's no sense of atmosphere or place. No, no, or, or anything like that. You know, oh god, this this fucking show. But and, uh, yeah, and, and it's just I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but it's it's like yeah, uh, it's it has no sense of its own like unique style. No, that no, no. it has nothing. You know, like, you got it. You have the perfect thing, which is, like, kung fu stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just not... You've got... You can think about kung fu movies. You've got, like, a treasure trove of inspiration. Yeah. Just rip off one of them. Just mash them. Yeah. I don't know. Like, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you could get them all together and, like, produce something maybe unique, but at least something with a sense of identity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the fu- it's just saying something that in Iron Fist, the fight scenes are... Just as bad as the dialogue scenes. Yes, it's which, it's, which yeah. should never be at least like the things that should save save this show, or at least the fight scenes. <coughs> oh, excuse me, and they're just they're just lamely done. I yeah, can't, I can't get over like how like how slow, and it, like because they didn't put Iron Fist in his costume, <laughs> they could have had a stunt double. Yeah, do his kung fu scenes, but they don't give him a costume, so. They, he has to do it. He has to do it, or they have to do these faraway shots yeah, where yeah. it's a stunt double, obviously, yes, yeah. going into Finn Jones. And you can tell. And it's like, yeah, I'll buy this, you know, like I said, 2007. Yeah. Public, well, it public works TV. if it's an arrow or yeah, whatever. Yeah, an arrow, because it's like, whatever, they don't have time. They don't have money. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They do what they can. But, you know, this is, this is a really big undertaking. This is this the final Defender, Howie. Exactly. And they the do the final, the final defender. defender. That's how they advertise it. They do it so fucking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> but um and you do you just yeah you just can't help but um like every fight scene that they're in like especially that, that one scene where they go into a warehouse and try to like uncover what's happening there it was like early in the season it's so daredevil feeling yeah that you can't help but wish like i wish i was watching daredevil this should be just daredevil why, because why not like, yeah because why even have iron fist if you're just going to do a pale copy of daredevil he's discount daredevil because yeah he's came out daredevil yeah because you know i at the by the end of this i don't see how he can destroy the hand no i, I don't get it he keeps telling us yeah but actually you know what i think between Luke Cage and Daredevil, they could probably do it. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like. I, I don't think they need you. you the know what the I mean? biggest, the this is the thing, man. Because the defenders has to like work a bit more now because you got you got this guy <laughs> in there. Yeah, and it's like the question I'm asking is why? Why is he there? Like, yeah, he's redundant. He's redundant because you've got Daredevil and Luke Cage. Yeah, and they're like Daredevil. At least is a better fighter than Danny Rand in this. Iteration, and yes, which yeah, is ridiculous. Is. It's yeah. ridiculous that he's a better fighter, but that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Yeah, because they they hired a guy who had no experience, like Finn Jones. 
Like, he's a lovely man. I met him at Supernova. He was nice. Did you? I did. Oh, no. Yeah, he, he's a nice enough dude. Yeah. Like, he's Can just... we put this picture up on, on the thing? The, the what? Uh, on the this podcast post, just so we, we'll add the picture of you. Oh, I didn't get a the... picture with him. Either. Oh, you yeah. just met him. Just oh, met him. okay. Yeah, we okay. was at a table. I just said hi. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, it's Loris. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because I was like... You know, and he, he does like a fine enough job on Game of Thrones, but he's got, you know, not a lot to do. He doesn't have to he carry doesn't. that show. Yes, exactly. So he's just fine. But it's like, he he cannot carry his series, man. Like, that's just the clearest thing. Yes. And I I was reading up on just some, you know, trivia on Iron Fist, you know, do a bit of research. Yeah. And uh, in some cases, he only had 15 minutes to rehearse before certain fight scenes. Interesting. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's dumb because... I mean, it this shows. is a character that is defined by his martial arts. Yeah, that's more than anything. He's got to fight. Yeah, like, and that's his singular, like, that's his purpose. That's his. That's what he does. He's, that's what he was raised yeah, for. Yeah, more than half his life. Yeah, and you just don't. And like, even his body when he's doing like that tai chi stuff, like he doesn't have the body of a fighter. This is important. <laughs> These it details is. are important. He just it looks, is. He looks like he's done a lot of yoga. I'll grant you that. Yeah, but I don't believe he's like. A magical warrior destined to destroy this Illuminati like ninja cult. I yeah, just, I gotta be. I gotta be able to buy into that. I'll. I'll buy a glowing. Uh, you know, glowing fist. Fine, but he's got to. He's got to like convey a kind of charisma and feeling. Yeah, exactly. So like when he says certain things, that might be silly. It's it'll have weight to it, but yeah, they should have. Pl- yeah, it's dumb because it's. Uh, you could see like the essence of this idea of Iron Fist work in another context. Yeah, absolutely. but just the show just doesn't do it right. No, and just the the sayings come across as cheesy because he says it seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the show treats it seriously. Yeah. Imagine like because you know the thing with like black exploitation films and like, um, they're kind of cheesy. Too like yeah. with the kung fu, yeah. like the Western kung fu ones. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, like when they say it, it's kind of funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's when they say it on the show, like it's serious. Yeah, which is like, it's like you're supposed to take it at face value. Exactly. Like, I just can't. If they have like you know some uh, you know some like player like oh this is annoying that you keep saying these things. Yeah, you know? like that would have felt more like okay. This show is self-aware, but this yeah. show is super not self-aware. No, I mean, speaking of not self-aware, there's been some when the reviews were released, for it, it got savage, man. Like more than anything in recent memory. Yeah. And uh, the star Finn Jones, he was like responding to the critics, and he was just like, "Oh, uh, you know, people don't like this because you know we're in the age of Trump, where like a billionaire is the president, and they don't want to see that person of privilege in this position." And it's like, come on, man. Like, Batman is as popular as he's ever yeah. been. Yeah. Iron you Man. Know? Iron Man is as popular as he's ever that's been. That's very tone deaf. It's such um, a... That's not a tone it's deaf. It's just indicative of the whole fucking show. Like, yeah. these people don't have a clue. And even the creator of Iron Fist was, like, interviewed about the reviews of this show. Like, the original comics creator. Uh-huh. And he was like, you know, whatever. It's an adventure show. And it's like... He mentioned Orientals. And then he kind of corrected himself, like... Well, I guess you can't call them Orientals anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and then like Jessica Henwick, who plays Colleen Wig, she's yeah. like half Chinese, half British. I think <laughs> she just said on Twitter like, "Orientals are what you call rugs, not people." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's crazy. There's just it just seems like the lack of self awareness has infected the creative of the show. Yeah, who wait is uh is a creator of the show. He's white, is he? Yeah. It's yeah. like such a white person show. Like, <laughs> it it's like, you know this is made by a white person. Because the... Ch- who, the who, like, yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's so, like... It's like it's like using other people's cultures. Like, look at this exotic flavor. Yeah, exactly. Isn't this different? Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> it's so dumb because it's like, what a... It, it's just... It's not just, like, it's a white person show. It's that... It's a white person show that has no respect or, like, this person doesn't care about Iron Fist. No, no, no. This person doesn't care about comic books. And this person doesn't care, like, about... They don't even care about, like, we're in fucking 2017. Do we really want, like, it to be, like, this kind of, like... Because it can edge towards racism pretty, like, easily. Yeah. And... I don't. I won't. I don't know if the show is racist. That's like not my call to make. Because... I don't think. It, I don't think it is. It's yeah. just. 
it's not racist. Yeah. But it's misguided. Yeah. It's uh, that's a good, yeah. yeah. That's in keeping with the whole show. Like, yeah. It's it's so you know, no, nothing about it's executed as it ought to be. Yeah. Just uh yeah, and um I guess you know, there are a few like glimmers of something interesting there like the Meacham family dynamic yeah. is interesting. Like, there's just this weird psychological... It's fucked up. Like, yeah. That's what I kind of like about it. It's really messed up. Yeah. Like, and... um, The actors are good. In they it. are. Uh, yeah. The guy who plays Wendell. Is that him? Ward. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's Wendell? What's Wendell? Joey Peripheral or something. Yeah. And Joy, who's played by uh, Jessica Stroop. I, she's good. They, they're I mean, all good. They really, they sell everything. Like Exactly. They, they do, sell the shitty lines and yeah. like story that they settle. Yeah, like I kind of like watched them and I feel like I've actually met people like that. Like, yeah. was, <laughs> like they're kind of like privileged dickheads. Yeah. Like who are like trying to like protect themselves. Yes. They're kind of cold to everything else. And yeah. that's kind of like, they're very insulated. Yes. And that's like sort of their story arc. But there's some stupid turns with their characters towards the end, particularly with Joy, when like all of a sudden... She yeah, she's evil. She's evil. And she like, like, why? For no reason. Yeah. It's not even... It's kind of like, I want to sit down with her and be like, like What's your think reason? about this, yeah, Joy. Yeah, yeah. Is it really his fault? Why yeah. do you want to kill him? Think about this carefully. You were mad at your dad in the previous yeah. scene for killing his family. Yeah. And now you want Danny dead because your dad's dead. It's, yeah. It doesn't add up. It doesn't. It, nothing adds up. Yeah. And it... Yeah, like, that's that's what I mean when it just kind of undermines everything. Like, it, because it's set in the same universe as Daredevil, mm -hmm. and it's directly with the people and the, you know, like, conflict involved in Daredevil, yeah. that it undermines everything the show did because... I'm now more confused than ever of what the hand is. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what they are. Like, who is the face of the hand? I don't yeah. know. They because Madame Gao is, like, trapped by the hand. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, is she the hand? I don't know. Yeah. Like, when the Defenders come, who is the main I mean, face? you assume they're versing the hand in the Defenders because that's what they're too... Wait, so as. is the hand, like, the antagonist one... of the Defenders. Is it a one... Is it a character? Is the hand a character or is it the I mean, hand a group? I mean, check this. They got Sigourney Weaver as a member of the hand. That's interesting. In That's the, interesting. the Defenders. Yeah. And about, um, <laughs> she's like a corporate woman. That's all you really know of her so far. Mm. But it's like, are we going to get into like another corporate plot? Yeah, right. I feel of this shit. I'm already picturing Sigourney Weaver as a corporate woman. And, you know, she does it well, but I don't want to see more of that. I don't want to sit through that for an antagonist. It's not threatening. I want, like, I want just, just why didn't they just make Madame Gao be, like, the leader of the hand? I would have bought that. You know? Like, how yeah. amazing would that have been? Like, why it's not? It's so good. I mean, like, you don't even know if they have a leader. That's really where it gets, like, to the core problem of them as... They just yeah. feel like a nebulous threat. It's almost like Hydra. I, I guess it's, like, the Netflix version of Hydra, you know? In the cinematic universe, there's Hydra and Captain America, and it's really just an excuse to produce these random villains. It makes no sense to me because um, if the hand is just these corporations or, like, these groups of people who are just... They're... Okay... In this iteration of the show, mm -hmm. especially according to Iron Fist, mm -hmm. um, it, they're mafias, right? Like, they're gangs. Basically. Then, in that case, why does it take some supernatural warrior yeah. from another, like, dimension? Or, or, I don't know what that place is. Like, is it another Come dimension? Oh, yeah, it's like, so it's anyway. a celestial city Yeah, or yeah, like... Yeah. Why does it take some guy from a magic city to destroy who, the hand? Who to train? Yeah, like to destroy this just ma like gang. Well, know? I guess the idea is that the hand have been around for thousands of years, but they adapt to the time they need to be in. Like that's sort of how they survive. Like if the order of the day is like corporate, you know, exploitation. They adapt to that kind of thing. I see. But it, it, well, make, it makes for like a group that's so vague. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a problem. This is um this is dangerous, I think, for uh the show the whole uni Netflix Marvel universe going yeah. forward because this is always the downfall of every sci fi show. It's yeah. e every sci fi show when they introduce a 
corporation yeah. as a main antagonist, yeah. the show unravels and falls apart. When you think of um, shows like Heroes, had Heroes, that. Heroes yeah. had that. Um, Orphan Black, yeah. Um, just uh, I don't know. I want to say like Angel. You know, like when when they just. I'll, have... I'll fight you on that one, Howie. I think it, it, an <laughs> Angel, the corporation was, like it was from the beginning. Yes, true. They didn't true. introduce it later. And, like, the corporation was a metaphor <laughs> for kind of, like... Because they had to run the corporation. That's the right, the that's show. right, that's right. So it was okay, like the okay. rebels had to become the man. So <laughs> I, I, I'll give you that. They yeah. did it smart. Like, they Angel did it, smart. it right. Any, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when they... It's just... It's this, it's this unidentified, like, mysterious, dark overlord corporation. It just screams to me, like, no plan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know where this is going. Yeah. Well, it might go this way or that way. We haven't committed. It's boring. That's the thing. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's boring. It's too dull. But so they... I'm taking comfort in the fact that this show is just, doesn't know what it's doing and that the yeah. Defenders, they actually, like, have a plan. Well, they got a, the showrunners from Daredevil Season 2 to run the Defenders. So Interesting. So it's like, well, I gotta be okay. You know, yeah. like, and it's, again, it's, We'll leave off with Iron Fist, I think. I think we've, like, bashed that glowing fist enough, you know. I don't know. Okay, wait, let's... Have we talked about every possible... What else? Other plot points? What else is there we've gone into? Um, okay, uh, Madame Gao, right? So yeah. they, they capture Madame Gao. Okay, mm. you know, you're like, what is Madame Gao? The question in Daredevil is, like, what is she capable of? Yeah. Where does she come from? Absolutely. We don't know still. We don't know no. where she came from. No. She has been old. to Kangnan for some reason. Yeah. Because, which is weird because if she's the hand, you know what I mean? Like, she's part of the hand, but then she's been to Kangnan. She just stayed there, maybe. So it's like... Like, is okay, she how did they let her... Yeah. How can she play both sides of the fence? I don't I don't get it, but... And, uh, they, you know, they sh- the, a really awesome moment was when... Uh, in this show was when Danny, uh, Danny Rand walks up to her and she just like waves and he flies back. Yes. I love when she does that. When it's she just so sends good. people flying with like a finger. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. But then in the in the China episode, mm-hmm. they he just like grabs like grabs her by the hand and it's like, okay, she just like goes with him. Yeah. Like because she... she's sunning then an old woman, like a powerless old woman. Yeah. They... So well guys, decide what you want. You yeah, know, like, is she powerful? Can she flick him away with a lift of a finger? I thought if she could yeah. do that, then why? What is she doing? I thought they were doing the old thing of like the villain wants to be captured, so they kind of did that with Loki in the Avengers, and but it wasn't like obvious that the, like yeah, she didn't seem like she wanted to be captured. Yeah, she was like, I think she was afraid because he had the Iron Fist and he just smashed. Yeah. So I guess that's why she didn't do anything. But if she waved him away and just... I guess she's, like, old. So she can't run. Yeah, you don't know. She might run. Why she not? might. She yeah. can send people flying across the Yeah, room. exactly. Why can't she run? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't track. Yeah, absolutely. The logic doesn't track. Yeah. Where she just... She couldn't, like, untie herself. I guess if she wanted to be captured, but... But it's like, why does she want to be captured? And also, who are the military people that broke in? The... You know, like there were like military people who broke in and tried to save her, and oh, then yeah. and then Claire Claire says, "Oh, this isn't ninja shit. It's like the military." Oh yeah. But who are they? Because yeah, you have no idea because they it's never really like explained yeah. who they are. Yeah, because obviously, if it's ninjas, they're the hand. Like they're like Madame Gao's people. Yeah. But then, yeah, they're not. There's some military dudes. That doesn't make any sense because I, I think that's like a plot hole. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a gaping thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh fucking you know, there's still the there's still the defenders to you know to make up for for this show, hopefully. We'll see how they do. Yeah. With, with everyone teaming up, but my only fear is that if the def- like let's just say the defenders isn't good. Like, I hope it doesn't dilute the other shows and their own things, because mm. they, they do different things, the other shows. Like, I want Luke Cage and Iron Fist to do their Heroes for Hire thing. Yes. And I want Daredevil to do his thing, and Jessica Jones to do her thing. And they're different things, what they do. Yeah. So I don't I don't want them all to be, like, waiting to get back together as a group. Yeah. 
Because that's when you fall into Avengers territory, where everything yeah. has to be the same. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to try and do a different year, because Jeff Loeb, who's like one of the executive producers of these shows, he said, what we kept open for the Defenders is the possibility that at the end of the, the eight episodes of, or whatever it is, that they'll all be like, I never want to see your face again. So like they, no, that's what that's like the, the thing. They they keeping that open the way they might not be friends at the end of it, and they might not want to see each other again. I don't know about that. Well, we'll see how we'll see how it's <laughs> because executed. that's essentially where Avengers is at at this point. Yeah, Civil War. Yeah, well, yeah. in a way, like they were never friends. Every like they were never really friends except for like maybe two other people. But, True. Yeah. But I I want what these shows are missing in the end is that. Um, what the only uh, kind of Marvel property that does teamwork right is Guardians, Guardians. of the Galaxy. Yeah. And where it's like, they are together and you know they're in this together. They're family. You know? Exactly. It's like, they'll die for each other. Yeah. And you get this feeling of like, yes, you know, let's let them succeed. See, it strikes me that the Guardians are together because they, they need to be together, but the Avengers are together out of necessity. Exactly. So yeah. like, they're always just assembled, right? They're militaristic. So, exactly. And the Guardians are like, we're a bunch of weirdos. We don't have a home. Yeah. We're going to find a home in each other kind of thing. And I kind of want... So for that reason, I kind of want um, the defenders to have a different angle to it than okay, we hate each other, we're not gonna see each other again. Yeah, I don't want that. I, don't I mean, want I don't that. think they'll do it, but he, he kept that open as a possibility. But um, I hope, yeah, I hope it's not as exactly like the Avengers where they like have some schism or something like that. Yeah, I think it's more of a case where like I don't even think I have a feeling I don't know. I said this nagging feeling that in the defenders they won't even be a team for most of it. Like they'll just be separate. They'll be separate and they'll converge in episode five or six. I wonder if they'll like fight each other. I hope not. I'm sick of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of that trope. Yeah. I mean, I hope there's certainly. I hope there's character conflicts. Yes. But I don't need to see can Daredevil beat Jessica Jones in a fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you noticed that every character in the Defenders? Which is a slight disappointment for me is that all their powers are like aggressive. They're all like attack based powers. Yeah. So it's like super strength, unbreakable skin, um, martial artists. Yeah, mar- martial arts. The other one is a better uh, martial artist. Bomb, is- <laughs> hand bomb. Yeah, yeah, true. But it's like everyone's just fight. Like it's just yeah. physical fighting. Yeah, and they mean? all they all seem like. Which they made a mistake with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. They all seem like the almost the same person where like they're angry people. Certainly with Iron Fist yeah. and Luke Cage where Can we have someone that doesn't have anger issues? You know, like can we yeah. just have someone that's just I mean that should be Iron Fist and Luke Cage. That should have been. They should be the light hearted people because yeah. they got no worries. They're just they're happy yeah. doing what they do. Yeah. I guess that doesn't make for the most interesting season of television. No, it is. Mean. It's interesting because yeah. everyone else is just dour and you know, that's like, there'll be like the glowing, oh, now I'm just imagining a show with Luke Cage and Iron Fist yeah. the way it should be, and yeah. it's, it would have been amazing. Yeah, it's like Riggs and Murtaugh. Everyone would love, like, it would be... weapon. Yes! Like, they just... That buddy, like, it's a the buddy, buddy It's a buddy cop, yeah. but with superpowers. Yes! And, but, and they're trying to, like, make money. Like, and then, like, crack jokes, yeah. you know, like, that would have been so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what... And just of two minor... Like, well, like, yeah, minorities. <laughs> Danny Rand is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's not Asian. But, he, but like, as in... They're the two, oh, like... yeah, you know what? <laughs> Luke, but the... I get your kind of point where, like, Luke Cage and Danny Rand are, like... They're the heroes, like, nobody knows, really. Yeah. And they just, like, do their own thing, like, under the radar. Exactly. And yeah. just... Yeah. I mean, I... I I wish they they might do something like that, but I don't even know if Finn Jones and the guy playing Luke Cage will have good chemistry. I don't even like, I don't I, think they, so. They need to even based on the like of this based, show based on the character makeup. I don't think they will. Which sucks because that's the number one thing you're gonna get right. You know, yeah. like Iron Fist and Luke Cage have to be best friends. Yeah, exactly. And if you haven't even like screen tested those two together yeah. before the Defenders, which they haven't. That's annoying. I'm worried, man. Like, like they better be good together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> because did you know? Speaking, uh, I I read um, somewhere today mm-hmm. that 
you know, remember that scene where um, Danny Rand, Danny Rand, <laughs> has to um, do the tournament? The, like, the tournament of, like, he has to fight these people, and it goes, he goes to the next stage, and, like, Madame Gao's, like, oh, that competition. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, like, summon all the fighters, and yeah. then one of them was this guy who's, like, He's like seeing karaoke, yeah, and then everyone's right. dead. Yeah. What a great scene! By yeah, the way. Yeah, it's like such that. a good scene, and he yeah. kills someone. Yeah, I w- that was a scene where I'm like, oh, I'm so excited by this guy. Like, yeah. I want to see more of him. This is so fun. Yeah, yeah, this is like, yeah. But he auditioned for um, uh, Iron Fist. That's right, and like, yeah, that's right. I remember hearing about. Yeah, that. yeah, but I, I think they almost went with him, but but then they were like. No, and that guy Ben so, Jones. That that guy so clearly the right choice. It, yeah, it's for Iron Fist. Like I can see him standing with, you know, Mike Coulter is Luke Cage, Charlie Cox is Daredevil, Christian yeah. Ritter is Jessica Jones. Yeah, like, I see it. I see yeah. it like clearly. Like, yeah, him being in there. Yeah, or even like you know, Colleen is on paper a good character. Yeah. What if just she's, uh, you know, Iron Fist? They should have just made it. I feel like show. it should have like, been like, I don't know, like, he, uh, Danny Red dies and suddenly, like, transfers the power to her. <laughs> I, I'd be cool with that. I mean, I'd, I feel like when it was her on screen doing something, it was more her show than his yeah. show. Like, she, yeah. she can hold the scene together. Yeah, she, um, uh, that actress is better at conveying like the inner angst, inner anger inside so, yeah. her, yeah. and her trouble to control her anger, which is w- exactly what they did. So they yeah. gave them both the same story, which yeah. is like trouble with like anger, and they were a part of something that now they feel like it isn't what it seems. Yeah, yeah, and they want to like, make their own. Yeah, because she. Part. Yeah, exactly. So. She sells it better, and it's just like, well, you know, I wanted Finn Jones, Finn Jones to be good, but... Uh, me too, He's yeah. good, but not... He's just not good enough. Yeah, he's not. That's what it comes down to. Like, he's not awful, but it's like, it's... When you think about everything else... Yeah. Uh, the smartest thing the Defenders can do is to not linger the camera on his face. Like, it's not yeah. to close up on him, because he's not good at conveying, like sustained emotion yeah absolutely. so it's just like charlie cox is so good at it yeah he doesn't uh you know fuck around when it comes to the acting side of things but they're all strong obviously but i think i don't know maybe charlie cox i, I really like i think he's the strongest actor out of them all and then second is just uh kristen ritter yeah, and then close second and then you got mike Coulter. mike Coulter's yeah good and then distant fucking force <laughs> finn jones is iron fist yeah yeah do you have any other Stray thoughts? Oh, I think, I think I'm out of Iron Fist. I didn't, I didn't say a lot of good about it, but, you know, <laughs> there, um, are, there are some moments that are like, there's some popcorn entertainment value, but they're more of the moments that they're so hokey that they're kind of enjoyable. I know, ne- yeah, I never found myself feeling, yeah, I never, that's right, yeah, go team! Yeah, I never, like, I never felt I was never that. invested, I, ne- I never cared. Yeah. The show never, like, worked for me to care, despite the inordinate amount of time of people talking mm-hmm. it was just it was just dead airs you know yeah. so much of the time it was like it was time inefficiently spent like we don't need to see all this corporate boardroom stuff yes we don't need to see like finn jones have a flashback for like the 20th time but how cl- like they they did the worst flashbacks like the yeah. flashbacks were so shitty they just looked, and like, even the effects yeah, cheap that they had on so it bad. it's just like why like you could have done it without any of the effects it looked like it would have yeah, looked fine it looked like iMovie effects yeah like, it was just so shitty it was like arrow you know when they had the it flashbacks was, it was slightly worse than arrow i think it was because they I had that weird filter on yeah it. it's just like and it doesn't do anything like and it's just he flashes back like in his moments of anger he flashes back to, to when the he's, plane falling yeah like it's that's not what you flash back to because that's like when you're afraid yeah exactly exactly you know, like yes. that's just you know it doesn't track emotionally no it's like i don't believe like like he's angry in the present but he's thinking about his parents flying yeah the, the moment where he was the most afraid yeah, like, that makes zero sense. And it's like, he should be angry when he's, like, 14 and he's getting beaten by some monks with a stick. Yeah. Like, show you some of his training. They show yeah. you none of his training. And also, what kind of bullshit, like, what kind of bullshit training is that? 
to like they just be, you, you're yeah. monks yeah okay and they're monks yeah. and their teachings to him are the antithesis of what monks teach yeah what buddhist buddhism teach they're just like just we're gonna make you hide your hard. emotions yeah and but it's like that's every character like defender got an origin story we saw Daredevil with Stick and his prize fighter father. We see Jessica Jones as like an emo kid who's into Nirvana. Yeah. We see uh, Luke Cage, you know, in prison. Yeah. Daniel Rand, where the fuck is his origin story? Like, he talks about it and it's not convincing, but you never actually kind of see an episode of his training. That's a, like, it's a thing, it's like, you don't have to tell me where he comes from, but just like, let me believe in him as a character, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but if you insist of... Because it's like he, the show insists of telling us his origin story Classic from mistake, him. Telling he just showing. keeps saying it. It's not like you know, like Frank Castle. Yeah, Frank Castle's like that's a, dialogue. That's a great example because Frank is telling as well. Yes, but it's like at a pivotal pivotal moment when it's yeah. like everything leads up to that moment where you're like. Why is this character doing this? And he's, he's like, like wounded and vulnerable. Exactly. And he's opening up for the first time ever. Exactly. He doesn't. You don't expect not, it. Exactly. He doesn't keep saying in every scene like, yeah. this is where it came from. Yeah. I'm supposed to do this. And like, it's a like, it's actually about something. Like, it's about like his inability to like relate to people now. Like, he's yeah. displaced. Yes. Like, it, it comes from a real emotional place. Is what I mean. It's not expository. Yeah. You know, it, that's why that scene is so wonderful, like, among many other things, especially... And also, Charlie he's Pops. a better actor. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> you can't really compare. It's almost sad that... that and he can sell it. That's he, yeah. Thing. You could give him much worse lines than what they gave him. They gave him good lines. Yeah. And he would still have given something wonderful. Yeah. But, anyway, fuck this Iron Fish show. I think you know what that was. It, the show stinks, frankly, and it, it deserves its 17%. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't like it at all and I hope if there's a second season they need to really reconfigure certain things take a good long look at a different showrunner yeah I mean what a like what a middle finger it's a middle ending. it's a middle finger of the ending. ending of okay so the ending of Iron Fist is that him and Colleen go on a trip to, to Kanlan, Kanlan. Yeah, with, yeah which already uh, it annoys me on so many levels. So yeah. the way to get there is just to like climb mount a mountain and you, they climb one step. Yeah, you don't yeah. get a sense of their journey. Yeah, to this yeah. And so like, where city. is this? Where are they right now? I don't know. It's as cheap as anything you've seen on Arrow. Yeah, it's me. actually so it's bad. Yeah, and and then they were like, oh blood. Yeah, there's some blood splotches and it's not there anymore. And it's like, oh, it's my, f- like, it's my fault. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, no shit, it's your fault, yeah. you asshole. Like, I was like so over Danny Rand as like, a character. You fucking abdicated your duty. Yeah, like, what did you think was gonna happen? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's your fault, you little shit. Yeah, and like, again, they're circling back to the guilt thing, which they've done a hundred times. Yeah. In it's 13 stupid. episodes. It's stupid. And it's like, and it's like, oh my god, is this, like, guilt gonna carry over to the defenders? And we're going to have to deal with that? Like, oh, I hope not. I hope Yeah. Not. I just hope... I don't know. It's just, like, oh. so dumb. I it's mean, so dumb. Oh, uh, like, okay. When they release the trailer for The Defenders, we'll definitely talk about that. I reckon we should do something on that. Yes. We'll, we'll give our thoughts and whatnot. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, th- those are the Marvel Netflix shows. And despite all their flaws, two out of four, great. I mean, three out of five. Really, if you count Daredevil season two. Oh yeah, yeah. Three out of five. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. three out of five. Great, despite you know you can point to their problems and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed them, and, and as someone who's been like you know balls deep in these comic books since I was twelve years old, I thought they really did it justice. Like no, like the films haven't been able to because of the time constraints or you know having to appeal to a wider audience. They've been really something special. And, you know, even in Luke Cage, I appreciated some things, but, you know, that missed. Iron Fist was just a fucking dud. But, like, no one bats for a thousand. There's going to be... Marvel is producing these things at a really fast rate. Yes, right? yes. So, there's going to be duds. Yeah, and this is a miss. This, this is, is a miss. miss. This, yeah. is a, this is swinging a miss to the back of the fucking head. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it happens. It's not, it's not like, perfect. Yeah. It's a messy process, like, creativity. And yeah. Obviously, I could do it better. 
Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but no, that's that's just like the nature of the beast. There's plenty of trust me. There's plenty of bad comic books as well. Like, and there's plenty yeah. of great ones. It's just it's kind of like the peaks and valleys of being a fan of this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but we're we're pretty psyched for the defenders. Aside from Ben I Rand. am psyched. Yeah. But um, you know, and we'll we'll talk about that again, no doubt, when the trailer comes out. And uh, any any last yeah. any last. Uh, well, how many stars would you give? Uh... Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Let me let me tell you straight up. Out of five, if I had to yeah. give it number stars, one and a half. One and a half yeah, stars. Yeah. It's, it's about one and a half. It's. I think it's the same for me. I mean, yeah, it it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be honest about this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> even though you met Finn Jones. Yeah. Even though I met Finn Jones and he's a lovely man and he's just trying to you know make some money. Yeah. And he's nice. He's doing it. He's yeah. He's yeah. He's doing it. You know. Not well, but you know. Not well, but he's he's you know, and uh, shit. I, I guess that's all we have got to say about right. for now these Marvel Netflix series. Yeah. But um, we'll get together soon and probably talk about some movie news or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's we'll that, get, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll keep this a regular thing so you can tune in <laughs> to hear our dumb yeah. thoughts like yep. as often as you can. Stay tuned for Could, the next episode. Stay tuned because the key to podcast is consistency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to. Yeah, we need to get on that. We need to get on that. We'll get, we'll keep some consistency and hopefully uh, we'll get better as we go along. You know, I think this first one wasn't too bad. I think we did an alright job. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess check out our website at isolatednation.com. Yeah, plenty of good stuff on there, especially written by me and Howie. Yes, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, look out for Reese's Power Rangers review. Oh, yeah, Power Rangers, check that out. Surprisingly <laughs> not awful, but you can read the review when you see that. Okay. And catch you guys later. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>